0: What time is it?
1: It's
0: Island Time! Hey everybody, what time is it? There's no time like Island
2: Time. Nobody is ahead, nobody's behind. Everything's fine on Island Time. And
3: you'll be living on Island Time. Caribbean races go through my mind. We're
4: Greetings, greetings, everybody, from the campus of Baldwin-Wallace University on the North Coast. It is the Island Time Radio Show. It is trap rock music on the radio, and tonight marks 22 years on the air for us, everybody. It is our anniversary show, yes. Now, 22 years ago, when I had that very first show, it was Super Bowl Sunday. That that just shows you how much things have changed. The Super Bowl is two weeks away now. But it was, I remember, because the game was that day, and I did the show that night. Anyway, welcome to our very special show. we got Bob Carwin, legendary trap rock uh, act out of San Diego, California, and a guy that we've been talking to on this show for 22 years. That's right. I thought, what better guest to have. We're going to hear some uh, Bob Carwin music. Talk to Bob a little bit later. We'll have Darby Ledbetter joining us. And throughout the show, I'm going to sprinkle in some Oldies but goodies. Some trap rock oldies but goodies. That's right. Let's get it kicked off with Jimmy Buffett. This will be our little nod to uh, Cincinnati going to the Super Bowl. I got a few uh, relatives down there. So fins up to you guys. Jimmy Buffett fins up. Thanks for tuning in tonight on the Island Time Radio Show.
5: This is the last Thursday night meeting of the land sharks of this millennium. what's going to happen from here. It must be those tropical hurricane currents coming up this way, but we got fans to the
1: left.
5: fins to the right. Left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. We got a feeding frenzy on the shores of the Cape Cod Canal on the third
2: nice to see you's on your mind Is it safe to say the end is just beginning I may be dumb but I ain't blind So to find up all the things we own we'll go our separate ways What else can I say I'll take the sunshine You take the rain I'll take the good times You take the pain There's nothing left us, and there's no one left to blame I'll take the sunshine, you take the rain I guess you and I should have never been together How we got this far I'll never know Cause the things that make me happy drive you crazy And the love down in your heart died long ago So you take your things, I'll take mine If that's how it's gotta be That's alright with me I'll take the sunshine, you take the rain I'll take the good times, you take the pain There's nothing left between us And there's no one left to blame I'll take the sunshine, you take the rain So to up all the things we own, we'll go our separate ways. What else can I say? I'll take the sunshine, you take the rain. I'll take the good times, you take the pain. I'll take the sunshine, you take the rain. I'll take the good times, you take the pain. I'll take the sunshine, you take the rain. I'll take the good times, you take the pain. There's nothing left between us and there's no one left to blame. I'll take the sunshine, you take the rain. There's nothing left between us and there's no one left to blame. I'll take the sunshine, you take the rain. I'll take the sunshine, you take the rain.
4: carwin rocking out here on island time from the miles between his most recent album produced by donnie brewer great great stuff right there rum helps a little before that we had mexico mark mulligan i dip, dipped into the archives folks for an oldie from uh the son of the sunshine album 2001 that's right i'll take the sunshine you take the rain mark mulligan and we started it off with the only quick song I could think of with a reference to Cincinnati for the uh, Cincinnati fans, uh, "Fence," Jimmy Buffett Live. That's right. I, I have a cousin. Well, I have two cousins, Alan uh, and Diane, that both live in Cincinnati, and they are just uh, out of their minds right now. So congratulations to you guys, and uh, good luck in the Super Bowl. That's right. We're going to take a very quick break. Linda Robb, our remote co-host, will join us. A little bit later, we've got a kind of a surprise. I went into the archives and I found a 2012 interview we did with the late, great Jim Morris, and we'll uh, present that, is what I'm trying to say, to you in the final hour tonight. Darby Ledbetter is also going to check in. He is a uh, brand new artist, he's got a brand new EP. And the legend Bob Carwin will join us right after this quick break. It is Island Time on The Sting. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is Bob Carwin from
6: San Diego, California, and I'm living on Island Time on WBWC 88.3 FM, The Sting.
4: Listen to that young spry Bob Carwin. I think we recorded that about 20 years ago. And we have on the telephone our remote co-host, Linda Robb. Linda, how are you tonight on the anniversary show?
7: Oh, I'm doing great. Happy uh, happy birthday, Island Time Radio Show, and I guess happy anniversary to you. 22 years, DJ. I got, the, I got the shaker out.
4: I finally got you a shaker, so we both have shakers. Awesome. Yeah. It was a very lonely night 20 years ago. 22 years ago, uh, it was Super Bowl Sunday, and then I came on the air like at 1 o'clock in the morning, and nobody was listening. But... <laughs> We've had a lot. Of, we've had a lot of fun, and yeah, it's hard to believe. Twenty-two years—they've definitely gone by quickly.
7: And what you've only been late two out of twenty two times out of twenty-two years,
4: or yeah, only late to wow. the show twice. The ones happened two weeks ago, and uh, the other one was a, a car de- or a road detour. But other than that, yeah. Oh, I think on the Fourth of July, the fireworks messed me up once because I was parking in a parking lot with where people were watching fireworks because it was the 4th of July. (laughs) So maybe three times. Okay.
7: Did you yell at
4: him? What's that? Did you
7: yell at him? Get out of the way. I got to get out of the way. I know. It's
4: like trap rock music on the radio for crying out loud. You guys want to watch fireworks? (laughs) (laughs) Let's bring on our very special guest. I, I can't remember how many times we've talked to Bob over the years, and one time he was actually here in the studio with us from San Diego. Trap rock legend Bob Carwin is with us. Bob.
6: Happy anniversary, DK. That is fantastic. Look at you. <laughs> Who knew that they would still let you have a key card all these years?
4: Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's amazing. Still let, it you still have to sneak me. into the
6: building. you got to climb up the fire escape and find your way in because they keep trying to find new ways to keep you out, don't they?
4: Yeah, they keep trying to block the card, but, you know, I keep I find another way to get in. So, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah,
7: I don't think they do security
4: checks there. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, good to know. L- you know Linda Robb, right?
6: Oh, we've met. Linda, we had a great Clean time. Yeah. We, filmed a, we filmed a video uh, up there one time. Oh, well, that was hilarious. And yeah, Linda and I have had some good times.
4: I remember that yeah. video, yes. So, you're from uh, New York City, which I wasn't 100% sure about. I, I know that you grew up in Boston. and
6: uh... Well, okay. So, I'm I'm from Brooklyn Heights which is not really New York City. So if you look across the Brooklyn Bridge from Manhattan, uh, on the right there's these two towers there, and that's where, that's where I was born. Well, not in the buildings, of course, because I don't have a hospital in there, but I, I lived there until I was five. Okay. And then I managed to uh, convince my parents to move to Boston, which any five-year-old would normally do. <laughs> really? And then I grew up in Boston, Massachusetts. So that was fantastic. I went to, to P.F. 8 in Brooklyn Heights, New York, for uh, my early schooling.
4: Do you ever go back to visit? Never. Never. Try
6: not to. Yeah, <laughs> New, York, New York is not my favorite place in the world, yeah. and uh, as long as I don't go back there, I'm, I'm good to go. No, I, 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 My wife really likes it. I'm not a big fan. I, I grew up in Boston, and that's my kind of city. I like things a little bit mm-hmm. uh, dirtier and grungier.
4: Okay. I've been to both, and I enjoy both of them. Boston, of course, uh, you became a big Red Sox fan, a big Jay Giles Band fan. Grown up,
6: oh, the mighty Jay Galsman. So when I when I grew up, I grew up uh, in the '70s in Boston, which was a golden era for the Red Sox. I mean, it was it was Jim Rice, it was Fred Lynn, it was Rick. I could still probably name the starting lineup for sure. the Boston Red Sox from 1973 to 1978, and it was a, just a great. The Celtics were there. It was just a tremendous time. Nobody won anything, but it was just a great time, and I. I'm so glad. It was, it was a great place to be from. Like, I wouldn't want to live there now because I'm in San Diego, and it's 55 degrees outside my house right now. So I'll take that over Boston any day.
4: 55. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever go to Cheers before it was a TV show?
6: And Finch pub yeah that's what it was called its before they changed the name to cheers no because uh, I let's see when I left Boston I was 22 years old and I couldn't afford drinks in that place
4: oh really it was expensive well.
6: yeah you know it was, it, it, well, as I was leaving town it was a tourist area there so I wasn't able I, I wasn't able to get in there I had connections all over town I was a bouncer in Fanual Hall marketplace and all kinds of other bars and stuff all over town but nobody I knew worked there so I couldn't get in there until I was 21 and by the time I was it was just too big a line and too expensive I liked to play it as a dollar a pitcher
4: okay I went there as a tourist in the, in the 2000s and you're a big guy I could see you being a bouncer I, I didn't know that oh man
6: it was the greatest time I lived. I could go into any bar in the city and I'd know somebody there from the the inter bouncer connection it was fantastic
4: <laughs> <laughs> alright go ahead Linda's got something for you
7: so Bob, what came first? The
6: musician or the lawyer? What came first? Well I started music when I was in middle school. Uh and I was a little young to be a lawyer at the point at the time. So <laughs> but I was terrible at it. So yeah, I, I was a good lawyer before I was a good musician, but I was a bad musician before I was a good lawyer. How about that? There we
7: go. <laughs> That's a good
6: answer. I've got tapes. Yeah, once in a while, I've got I've got cassettes of stuff that I recorded on my home four track when I was in high school. Then I'm just looking at that thing going. I used to send it out and try to get gigs places, and I'm to that thing going. I cannot believe I sent this out to people. It's hilarious, <laughs> but I haven't I haven't deleted it. Just listen to that promo that you played man, that's a different guy altogether. And yeah. just listening to these tapes, I was, oh, I'm so proud of this stuff all the I'm sending it out there. I'm going to go get gigs. And I can't believe anybody ever hired me to play anywhere based on <laughs> that stuff.
1: <laughs> and DK
7: tra- had that too. Remember that one you let me listen to. Didn't you play it on the air DK? What, like a long time ago. When oh,
4: your what voice I, what a,
7: like you were like 15 what, year old girl or something.
4: Yeah. It was a commercial for ce- <laughs> this new thing called cell phones in the early eighties. Yeah. <laughs> I was about twenty-three or four. Yeah, that was a good one. So, mm-hmm. so uh, Bob's. Uh, then he started uh, recording. I know this for sure. I'm pretty sure the first album you sent me was your first album, right?
6: It was, yeah. I forget what the, the name of it was, but it was it was one that I burned myself on my computer at home, and I printed the labels on my right. own computer, and I did it in black and white because it was too expensive to print in color. <laughs> Thinking I was going to sell more than five of them, <laughs> and uh, you know, half of the CDs didn't work because the paper labels were too thick for people's computers to yeah. put it in there. Oh, yeah. it was hilarious. Yeah,
1: and <laughs> so uh,
6: it, yeah, it's come a long way <laughs> since then. Indeed. So we've done the the, the new album, uh, the Miles Between that you played that song from peruse by donnie brewer was my ninth album can you believe that there's was there a reason for me to release nine albums i don't know what that reason is but i've done it uh, i call it despite popular demand i'm back
4: <laughs> excellent yes we have watched it happen uh, all nine of them over the years and i love this new one by the way great great stuff. thank
6: you thank you it was it was amazing we recorded it in donnie's Winnebago okay. So Donnie released a CD Called the Winnebago Tapes And that was the very Winnebago That his studio was in And so like, there was one time We had to pause the recording Of the vocals Because it was raining And it was
1: just okay.
6: Blasting all over the roof Of the Winnebago So we yeah. had to wait till the rain stopped Down in Texas But we had a great time Doing it It's, it's, it's the album I've been trying to make For 20 years
4: And it's a great cover uh, For those who have not Seen the cover uh, Where did you take the shot?
6: So there's uh, a city called Kima, Texas, which is kind of ground zero. That's where T-Bone Toms is. Sure, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, you've heard heard Jerry Diaz's song by T-Bone Toms. Everybody plays down there. And down the street from there in a city called Baycliffe is an RV park, and that's where uh Donnie and Michelle were posted up for a while. Driving back and forth. Uh John and Peggy Wright let me stay at their place and I get the crash at their place for the weekend while I came down to do some recording. And driving back and forth there was this blown out bus sitting in a parking lot that I'm sure nobody had noticed for many, many years. Hmm. And I thought that is the coolest look. It was like the Partridge family bus, but there's a giant octopus on the side. That's fantastic for me. So I pulled Donnie over there. I said, "We got to look at this thing." He said, "Great!" Whipped out the camera. We started taking pictures, and then he did the rest of the magic from there. So it's it was it was such a cool, it's such a cool thing that nobody has seen this thing move for many many years, and we put it on the cover. and I don't think they know. We didn't ask permission. That's for sure.
4: <laughs> the colors on the bus, in contrast to the blue sky in the background, and it's it's awesome cover. I, I just loved it. Great picture.
6: The colors on the bus are absolutely real. The colors in the background are completely photoshopped in. It's in this industrial park. So behind the bus was this, like, blown-out factory and the chain-link fence and everything.
1: Okay.
6: So Donnie took it out and made it look like, you know, the, 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 the salt grass down to uh, Narragansett Bay or something like that. But uh, okay. the bus is absolutely for real. It's hilarious. And it's you know, like we, we tried to go inside and take some pictures, and none of us wanted to go inside. I think maybe some giant spiders live in
4: there. Mm, or something else. You never know. Yeah, <laughs> Crazy. It's true. Go ahead, Linda.
7: So speaking of that CD, it is a great CD. And you said it was produced by Donnie Brewer. So how is it working with him? Like, was he laid back or pretty intense? Oh, he's miserable. He's, he's a miserable
6: at Donnie Brewer, I can't <laughs> believe people have been tricked into giving him entertainer of the year all these years since I won last time in 2016. Yes. Uh, but Bob Carwin, 2022 for entertainer of the year, by the way, uh, we're firing up the campaign. <laughs> now. Don, Donnie was great to work with. One of the things I'd been working with Kevin Johnston for a while and he disappeared. I have no idea what happened to Kevin. Um, and so Donnie came up. Don, do, do you know? Do You he's, know what happened to Kevin?
4: He's a pastor, yes, in a church.
6: Yeah, he won't return my calls. I guess that says a lot <laughs> for me. So I haven't uh, heard from him
4: for a while, but yeah, he is a pastor. Go ahead.
6: And so uh, Donnie came up to me. When we were at Vince to the West in, in Nevada, and he said, "Hey, you know, got anything you want me? You got any new songs?" And I was like, "You know what? Yeah, let's try Donnie Brewer out." And it turns out that Donnie used to produce Christian rap albums. Really? Who knew? Yeah. Wow. And so I was like, fine, let's try it. And what he has the ability to do is flip between styles. So, you know, a Donnie Brewer album will not sound like a Bob Carwin album, will not sound like, you know, anything else he's producing, because he's got the ability to flip back and forth. For example, there is no nylon string guitar on my album, because he thought people would hear that and think that it was a Donnie Brewer influence on it. So he intentionally Mm -hmm. left all of that off of there. And he's always thinking that way, so that's why it was kind of cool. and. You know, my my music has always been more on the rock end of trop rock rather than the trop end, and so he gave it a little bit of that edge that, uh, you know, I don't have the ability to play, so I have no edge. It, I'm like a bowling ball, But <laughs> like a trop rock bowling ball.
4: It came out great, I tell you what. So,
7: Yeah, you're, is it safe to say that you'll be paying them 100000 again for any future projects that you're working on, or...?
6: What do you mean again? You think I paid him $100,000 to produce that album? i sold 30 copies of it? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> not Rob Mel.
7: <laughs>
4: well, he did a great job. It was awesome. and He but-
6: it was, it was, it, it was great to work with, and he's uh, as a producer, he's super open to weirdness and trying crazy things. Yeah. Like the last track on the album, is, yeah. uh, we did a cover of the Havela, the Log of the Messina song. And there's like 55 tracks on this thing. He just kept adding layers and layers and layers and layers. And, you know, it, there's a there's a note in the middle of the song where it's like and a
2: ring in my ear.
6: And it's a super high note that Kenny Loggins hits because Kenny Loggins is like 5'5", five, five, 85 pounds. And so I'm trying to hit this note, and he keeps feeding me lemoncello, telling me, no, 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 this greases the vocal cords. Keep drinking lemoncello. <laughs> so after like nine shots of lemoncello. I was able to, to soar up, and I hit the note one time. It, it reminds me of uh, Bon Jovi, wow. when they did Slippery When Wet. Yeah, And uh, it's living on a prayer, where he hits that big note at the end, and he said that he did 26 takes on that. He only hit it one time in all of the recording, and that's exactly wow. what happened to me on that song. But it was hilarious watching it. Damn it, Earl was sitting behind us, wow. watching me struggle for 13 takes. But we finally got it.
4: Now, when That's you- the key to
7: hitting high notes, lemoncello.
6: That's it. apparently Donnie Brewer said it is, so I believed him. I bought into the uh, <laughs> I bought into the hype, and it worked. I only had to hit the note yeah. once to record it, and, but I will. I will cool. I'm proud to say that that note is a legit note. It is not Pro Tools or anything. I hit the note.
4: As long as you hit it once, that's all that matters.
6: That's one time. I tell you what, and then passed out.
4: <laughs> pretty pretty close. <laughs> So uh, you've become, at these trap rack events, when you appear, you've become quite a performer, you, you have a great stage presence, and you, you have a, the adult show that you do occasionally, and oh yeah, people love it. <laughs> and I have
6: yet to, by the way, I have yet to have a conversation with Ray Fogg. So I went and saw Ray Fogg one time at put in Bay, and he does a show very similar to mine different material but yeah. the same tone and uh, i would love i would love to t- t- have the opportunity to do a show with him one time that'd be that'd be fantastic so next time next time you guys are in Portland, bay let me know i might stop up there and maybe you can introduce us
4: i would absolutely do that in fact i'll i'll let him know that you said that because uh a lot of people have told me that the, the he reminds me he reminds them of you is what i'm trying to say
6: that's what I'm trying to say. It's yeah. it's, it's a legendary yeah. pairing. Yeah. It's like peanut butter and jelly, my friend.
4: All right. We're going to make that happen. Even the looks. What. What's that, Linda?
7: Even the looks, kind of, too.
4: You think so? I don't know about that. I but. think so. <laughs> well, I'm like two Ray Fogs. He's very skinny. Okay. <laughs> we're going to play... Um, well, let's see. I had one more question. Oh, you become a uh, stage presence, and you learned that in the 90s in Boston playing in all those college bars... Is where you got that stage presence down, is what you said, right?
6: So yes. Yeah. So here's the thing: in in Massachusetts, in there's a place called Cape Cod, which is that you know the the. The Gonzo, the Gonzo Muppet nose thing that sticks out at the end of Massachusetts, and out at the end there, there's all these bars where back in the the, the late '80s and early '90s, all the college kids would go down there, and people were still into all that sing-along stuff. You know, it was it, it was it was fantastic time to be a musician if you could handle people throwing beer at you and win them over. Like I played one time as the um, the between rounds entertainment of a bikini contest wow. at a strip club. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> and so if you can win those people over, that's you can play anywhere. So I, I got out there with just me and the microphone. We didn't have drum machines. We didn't have anything. It was just me, the guitar, and the microphone. And I learned to, to take care of those people and pull them in the palm of my hand and get them singing along and stop throwing stuff at me mainly. And it worked out awesome. And now we've taken that. and And now it's been 30. So June... 4th, 1990, was my first professional show. So mm-hmm. it's now been 32 years that I've been in the music industry. How about that? How about them apples? Yeah. And, uh, and I've got a full summer booked. People go to bobcarwin.com, and I've got my summer all booked already. It's fantastic. I can't believe that somebody wants an old dude like me being <laughs> a musician for 32 years, still still doing it. And yeah, I don't know if you heard about it, but I was in Key West, and I did the ultimate bucket list thing for any musician that's ever done. I smashed my guitar on stage.
4: Really? No, I didn't yeah, hear about this. No. Oh,
6: it was awesome. I turned around. The thing wasn't working. I was like, I turned around. I'm waiting to get the video. I turned It was at fool's on Stools in Key West. I turned around. Bam! I smashed that. One thing I've only, I've only seen on uh, movies and TV, people smash electric guitars. I've never seen anybody smash an acoustic, so I wasn't <laughs> prepared for the amount of shrapnel that came <laughs> I've always heard it's really hard to smash a guitar. So I reached back, and I hit it as hard as I could. The thing exploded like I had a <laughs> mi- landmine inside. There was pieces on the table so for, like, four rows back. It was like a Gallagher show. It was hilarious.
4: I can think of a famous acoustic uh, destruction of a guitar, the Animal House scene with Stephen Bishop and Belushi. Oh,
6: yeah. <laughs> yeah Give that. my love a cherry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're we're actually... The, the one that I think of is there's a video... That Garth Brooks did a concert, and him and the rhythm guitar player turn around, and they swing the guitars at each other, and they smash <laughs> them together in the middle. And that was what I was mm-hmm. thinking of when I did it, and then it just took me completely by surprise. <laughs> it just exploded. for People were coming up to me with pieces of the guitar asking me to sign it afterwards. It was hilarious.
4: Oh, my God.
6: Bobcarwin.com.
4: Bobcarwin.com.
6: Uh, I need to I the sound right there when I say it. BobGarwin.com, there we go. <laughs> like Alex Jones or something. Infowars.com, BobGarwin.com. You
4: you mentioned uh, you won the Trap Rock Music Association Entertainer of the Year in 2016 after an, an exhausting self-promoting uh, campaign. I remember that year.
6: I got stuff planned for this year. Don't you worry; it's early. We but I got some stuff. I got some stuff planned coming up. I got a new song that I'm going to be releasing. I've got a couple of video ideas I'm going to be putting out, and I got a full uh, lineup of shows coming up for the summer. It's going to be amazing. Everybody needs to go to bobcarwin.com to find out what that is. <laughs> bobcarwin.com and and uh, it's going to be, be a tremendous amount of. Stuff. I'm going to be all over the place. I'm going to Branson, Missouri. I'm going to Phoenix. Hey,
7: I'm, I'm there.
6: Are to- oh, you going, going, there. going to Branson? Oh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, to i get tickets. Ricky Lamb invited me down there so I'm going to go to Branson Missouri. In
4: June. Awesome. Yeah. Now real quick, uh we've known that you've been doing trap rock for 20 plus years or whatever, but do you ever do non-trap rock at gigs or anything like that?
6: You know, everything I do the I, I the one thing that people say consistently is as a as a musician, I'm very funny. So, uh <laughs> it's like, well, right. as a <laughs> singer, you're very pretty. It's it's kind of how I take it. It's like everything I do kind of comes out the same way. But you know, I've done whole albums where intentionally I don't mention margaritas or palm trees at all. Yet right. somehow they're still considered drop rock. So it's really more about the attitude, you know, and and the the new crop of musicians that are coming through. Even now, we're we're past the the Mike Nash Tom Shepard uh, uh, generation in the new ones. But you know, it's it's becoming more inclusive. So do I do things that? are I guess depending on the audience, I'm either drop rock or country. Okay. Um, but, but I'm not out there doing, like, you know, uh, electronic music or anything.
4: And you've made some interesting covers, uh, like the Paul Abdul song, uh, Straight Up, you did on one of your albums.
6: Awesome. The only, by the way, um, I have nine albums out. All of them are on, uh, now Apple Music was iTunes. Nine albums, I've gotten one person wrote a review on all of my nine Is that albums. Right? one review and that person wrote it about my uh, re- of my version of straight up by Paula Abdul and said this guy straight up ruined this song for me
4: <laughs> <Is> <laughs> it's the right? only review I've got that's hilarious all right Bob we're we've got pretty much the whole collection with me here tonight we're gonna play a couple of Linda Rob uh, special requests and then we're gonna mm-hmm. turn the table since it's the anniversary show sometimes Linda will interview me but since you're with us we're going to have you uh, ask me a couple questions for the anniversary show.
6: Oh, man, i got to put on my, my DJ. <clears throat> hey, welcome, everybody. Welcome to Island Time with BK. <laughs>
4: there we go. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> so, so Linda wants to hear shiny locomotion, uh, locomotive. Locomotive. From In Spite of It All, going back to oh, 2006. classic. And then pen to paper from the uh, reinventing the wheel album. So let's we're going to do those now, and we will continue this in just a moment. Can't wait. Bob Carwin, Mister Drop Rock from San Diego, is our special guest tonight on our anniversary show on Island Town. <laughs> Bob, your CD's not playing. Your CD's getting stuck. I might have to play a different song. Let me see. My fault. You guys there? <laughs> it's
7: that thick paper.
4: Uh, what's that? It's
7: that thick paper. It's that cover pen, that he has. pen
4: of paper? No, actually, this is a more recent <laughs> album. This should be playing. How fun.
7: dare you? I that you. is professionally,
6: professionally made. I, I would get that that machine cleaned.
4: All right, I will find. I will Maybe find the place. It
6: he still plays CDs.
4: I know. I'm still playing CDs. I know. I'm Mr. Old School here, but uh yeah, old school. Let's uh, let's chat here. We'll we'll play the song in a little bit here. I might have uh, pen to paper on something else. Anyway, go ahead, Linda and Bob. You guys is think?
6: it time for Island Time with BK?
4: Yes, it is.
6: This Island is. Time with BK. Island I need my own theme song. Island Time with BK. Island Time with BK. All right. It's great to have you here. Welcome to Island Time. I'm your host, Bob Carwood. My co-host, Linda Robbs. Say hi, Linda.
7: Hey, DK. How's it going? Somebody Thanks wake up, Linda,
6: us. please. Hey, our guest tonight is <laughs> Dennis King, DK, former host of Island Time and future host, Of island time. Uh, We've got a few questions for you here. By the way, DK, great. Thanks for making the time to come out tonight in the snowstorm. Really appreciate it. Um, Hey, uh, the question I've always wanted to ask you, what is the origin of the tiny maracas?
4: Oh, the shaker, you mean?
6: (laughs) Oh, well, I didn't realize there was a technical term for it, yeah. So in in English, I guess uh, maraca is Spanish for shaker. Is that what it means?
4: (laughs) In the very early days of the show, well, actually, yeah. We used to go see a guy named Buffett Man uh, from Pittsburgh. He would come to town, and he kind of looked a little like Jimmy, and he did a tribute show. And uh, Corona at the time was doing a heavy promotion where uh, they were handing out all these freebies, and uh, a couple of them were these maracas. And then my buddy Giddyup Up Dave, uh, who goes up to Pudding Bay, he's got a boat up there. He started making his own maracas that sounded even better. Anyway, the next thing I know, uh, Amo and I, you know, Amo was on the show for many, for a few years anyway. Oh, yeah. And we both started bringing the shakers on the show, and we just started using them, and then it became second nature after a while. So that's that's how. (laughs) It was a freebie.
6: That's good. So you started out with free stuff, and you were exploiting it, hoping to get more free stuff that makes complete
4: sense. There you go. And Linda's got one
6: as an Ohio radio icon, did you ever work with Dr. Johnny Fever?
4: <laughs> no, I, I, I loved his character. You know who was offered that role before uh, Howard Hesman?
6: No, you.
4: David Cassidy was uh, offered that.
6: Yeah. Wow, that would have been a very different show.
4: Yeah, I agree. But he yeah. had, he ended up doing a, a police show, uh, David Cassidy, Man Undercover instead. But uh, yeah, he was offered it first, turned it down.
6: And and they could have done like LeVar Burton as Venus Flytrap. That would have been a very different show altogether. <laughs> different
4: show altogether. But man, what a i I'm going to be
6: honest with you. As a, as a Californian, I get Cincinnati and Cleveland confused all the time. I'm sure. I'm oh, sure you get that a lot.
4: I've heard that one before. Yeah, people call in the show thinking they're calling Cincinnati. Yeah.
6: So. <laughs> so okay. Uh, the hard question now. The hard question. Okay. Is John Stamos a member of the Beach Boys? <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> not technically, but uh, he guests very often and. Uh, Basically, the short, the long story short is he was a huge uh, Beach Boy fan growing up. And obviously when he had a hit show like Full House and so forth, he uh, made that known to uh, Mike Love and the band, uh, the touring band. And Mike Love loved the idea of having him kind of come on stage. You know, we got a TV star, the girls are going to love this. And uh, so he started doing a lot of the shows playing drums and he actually does sing on on one track on one album in 1993. They did a cover of the Dennis Wilson classic "Forever," and John sings lead on that. But other than that, nowadays it's just kind of when I have time, I uh, I show up at a show. And I'll tell you, my but is wife... he
6: a f- is he considered has he played with them enough now to be a former member of the Beach Boys, mm-hmm. or is he always just a
4: guest star? He's a guest. I I don't con- I mean, they've never said that. And, He's
6: not I, canon, as far as you're concerned.
4: But I will tell you, my wife gets a lot more excited when she hears John's going to be at tonight's show <laughs> than when he's not. She's she's like really into it tonight. I'm, she, oh, I'm like she's really excited about seeing the Beach Boys this time. So,
6: all right. So, in in 22 years of hosting Island Time, is there one in studio live musical performance that stands <laughs> out to you?
4: Oh, that's a that's a good question. I, I think thank I, you.
6: I pride myself on good questions.
4: I think I might be talking to him. You, you were uh, one of the best. You, I, was, I am
6: spectacular. But you don't have to say it just because I'm here.
4: Well, it was kind of a surprise. I didn't think it was going to happen. And we've been talking to you on the phone for so many years, so that was a lot of fun. And then uh, I would say another. Uh, we, did you say spectacular guest or memorable? What do we?
6: Either one. How like is there when we, when people say you've had live performances in studio? Is there one that pops to the top of your head? Like, oh uh, yeah, that one.
4: Now, if we're talking performances, one night uh, Mike Mad Dog Adams was here from Pudding Bay, and Bob Banerjee was here, and the two of them uh, together were, was a pretty cool deal. Yeah, you know that,
6: I would love to hear. I would love to hear uh, an episode of Island Time with just live performances from the Island Time studio.
4: I could probably put that together. I mean, it would take a little bit of work, but That'd yeah, we cool. got we got plenty of that. Yeah,
6: because you've got a lot of live performances there that are fantastic, and being a lot of uh, you know the internet radio stations are just that they're a laptop and things like that but you've got a full actual radio station with a studio so the sound is superior to everybody else i mean i mean i keep one landline in my house just to do this interview once a year with you and it's, and when i'm on hold it mm-hmm. sounds like i'm listening on an am transistor radio but it's it's full on fm yeah. So yeah, the, that music—I mean, that capturing in the studio of that low, those live performances just something that nobody else has. So I would love to. That's my request: is all one right. week of all live performances from Island Time, a
4: whole show of that. Okay. Yeah,
6: that'd be fantastic. That'd be You've incredible. got another, 22 years. You kidding me? It,
4: I've recorded. I've been uh, recording everything on CD since 2008, I think. So uh, that's plenty of plenty of shows to figure out. So, Yeah, I could do that. Hey, Bob. Go ahead, yeah. You're going
7: to let your co-host ask some questions? Remember, we practiced this before the show. You, you forgot, but I was supposed to ask some.
6: Well, yeah, I was at rehearsal. You left early. <laughs>
7: <laughs> okay, so Go TK, boy, 22 years, long time. There's a lot more musicians performing Trop rock now than 22 years ago. Absolutely. But 22 years ago, you chose Bob Carwin to be on your first show. How did you pick him? Out of
4: everyone. Well, it wasn't the first show, but it was one of the first shows, yeah. Oh, I was going
6: to say, that was, it was the first, the first show. show. I, w- I wouldn't have known about you if that was the first show. Uh,
4: what it was was, do you remember that guy yeah. who was the head of the PHIP uh, in the early 2000s? Two- Were you involved in the, the whole Parrothead thing back then, Bob? His name was uh, Bob somebody. I can't remember his last name, but he was... Oh, another Bob. It was another Bob, yeah. But anyway, uh, he was the head of PHIP, and he contacted me. Uh, I don't know, maybe six months a year into to the first year of the show, and he says you you need to get more music. So he got the word out to every trap rock musician that was out there, and uh, you were one of the CDs that came through. Yeah, wow! So that's, that five. was the CD.
6: That was the CD with the paper label on it. That
4: I label. And, I and I that one didn't <laughs> skip. And I often tell the story that I I I think you sent me two copies or something. Anyway, I shared it with the station, and lo and behold, they liked the one song uh drive because i think it mentions a, a college class or something or i slept in my uh, uh lecture or something and ended up on the uh WBWC actual modern rock format for a while yeah you remember that yeah yeah
6: oh yeah man that was and i never one time got invited to a a a, a festival or anything for it <laughs>
4: I know. I don't know how long it was on there, but yeah, it was in, it was in medium rotation or something.
6: The Bryn Mawr oh, I, I could have been like the Toad the Wet Sprocket of Bryn Mawr.
4: See? I'll tell you what. <laughs> you got any more, Linda?
7: Yeah. If you pick one top rocker, and you can't say Bob because he's listening, okay, to give you advice on your show and life in general, who would it be?
4: Jeez, Wow. What a question. Just one uh to give me advice on the show
7: the show and life in general
4: wow it has
6: to be the same person to give both of those pieces of advice because there's not too many drop rockers i take life advice from
7: <laughs> <laughs> i'll say that's why it should be easy
4: i'll say less curve for radio advice because he has a radio background um uh, for life advice jeez ah man that's a i gotta think about that one linda
7: are you saying you don't
4: trust any of the top rockers, oh, the these, like I, Bob said? Or? I trust him. yeah. I don't know. For you li- trust them
7: your
4: life? Life advice. Wow, that's a tough one. Hey, that's a good one. Hey, Bob, you got anything more? I'll think about I it. I got now.
6: one more question for you, DK. Okay. I have the definitive question. All right. How much longer hmm. are you doing island time?
4: Hmm. Wow, jeez. Never been asked Ever. Uh, as long as when, when
6: does the contract expire? When is when are you up for renewal on your contract?
4: There is no; it goes on forever. But uh... <laughs> the
6: contract Party goes, goes on, forever. on forever, and the road never ends.
4: And the road never ends. Um, I would just say, as long as I'm physically able, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Probably. Yeah. Hey,
7: which leads me into a question. So you, you have been doing it on uh, WBWC, Cleveland's modern rock alternative, for 22 years. But you also have a Tropical Play with DK show on Shore Life, which is internet radio station. So would you ever consider taking your island time radio show and moving it to an internet radio station only?
4: Well, if I'm not physically able to get up here, I guess maybe I might consider
7: that. That's the only time.
4: I you do. heard it. If DK
6: is not physically able to get it up, he's going to move the show. <laughs>
4: I have a little mini uh, studio now in my house, so uh, I could potentially do that, but I I have no plans to do that right now.
7: But you like the you like the whole like going in and doing the whole studio thing, right?
4: Well, there's so many things you can do here that you can't do at home. You know, you got room to have musicians play. Uh, you got six telephone lines to you know play with. It. Yeah, it's just there's just so many things you can do here that I wouldn't be able to to do at home. So yeah.
6: Well, DK, I'm getting the high sign right now from your people. They tell me you've got to head over to Good Morning America for an interview over there. So (laughs) I just want to say thank you for stopping by to Island Time with BK. Dennis King, everyone. Dennis King, fantastic icon, legend, Hall of Famer.
4: Thank you, BK. Bob Carwin, thank you so much. Always a pleasure.
6: Linda, always a pleasure sharing the airwaves with you. you guys. Fantastic show, fantastic time.
4: See you in another 22 years.
6: Bobcarwin.com. <laughs> Bobcarwin.com. Bobcarwin.com.
4: Fins up, my friend, and thank you, Linda. We'll talk again in, in a few minutes. All right. Let's get one more in here. This is from Bob Carwin. It is La, the Law, uh, the cover version of the Loggins Messina. I'm
3: thinking about when I was a sailor. Spend my time on the open seas When we'd stay off the coast of Jamaica I'd secretly steal the shore The natives were waiting for The boy with the lazy soul To sing with the sailors About the nights in Jamaica, pretty girls dancing.
4: Standing cover of the Loggins and Messina classic, Bahiva La, that is Bob Carwin from his most recent album, which is called The Miles Between, produced by Donnie Brewer. Great, great stuff. Thank you to Bob for being on our show on our 22nd birthday here tonight on Island Time. How fun was that?
0: This is Rich Brees from Rich's Island Info, down on there in Clearwater Beach, kicking back, cranking up my radio for Island Time
8: celebrating 20
9: years, 20 years, 20 years, 20 years, 20 years years of Trap Rock on WBWC Berea.
3: Things are getting rough out there. Economy is pretty bad. Spent most of my time looking for a job since I lost the one I had. I need something to turn it around and I know where to-
4: All right, we got another Bob Carwin classic on there. That is Drinking Camp from Bob. Thanks so much for being our special guest here in the first hour. We're going to give them away right now. We've got a copy of Bob's brand-new CD. It's about a year or so old now. It's called The Miles Between, produced by Donnie Brewer. It's got uh, 13 great tracks on there, including that great cover of La, And we've got the brand-new eight-song EP from Darby Ledbetter, Living Free and living loving life 440-826-7846 440-826-7846 to win both of those cds 440-826-7846 it's time for an 88 3fm giveaway
6: dial in and be the selected caller at 440-826-sting that's 440-826-7846 participants are ineligible to win for 30 days after an event they have won tickets for.
4: 440 to win those two CDs. 440-826-7846. Call now. All right, this is going to be one of those rare instances where I play a snow song on Island Time. I was listening to this great Christmas album that came out uh, this year, in fact, 2021, this past Christmas, by Orleans, the classic rock band. Orleans, that's right. The album is called New Star Shining and i got the album like literally two days before christmas i didn't have much chance to listen to it anyway i was listening to it recently and there's a track in here that's uh it's it's not really a christmas song so i think we can get away with it because it's definitely appropriate right now snowed in snowed in that's right with you orleans brand new music on island time darby ledbetter will be joining us here in just a couple of minutes
3: To drop rocking all year round. We flock from coast to coast and town to town. It's a guaranteed good time, we wouldn't trade.
4: in paradise darby ledbetter from the ep uh living free and loving life brand new release just came out great great stuff there he's out of texas way and uh, we heard uh, also in there uh, a christmas track even though it's not really a christmas song orleans from their new release called no new star shining you know orleans from still the one and dance with me uh days back in the 70s that's right And that's their new one. It's a great uh, collection. It's called New Star Shining. Didn't get a whole lot of attention at Christmas time, but I highly recommend it. Before uh, snowed in with you from Orleans, we also had in there Bob Carwin, Drinking Cap. And thanks once again to, to Bob for being on the show here on our 22nd anniversary. We've got a few surprises throughout the show, some classic trap rock, if you will. And we'll throw those in throughout the show. I want to say a big fins up to our buddy Michael Ernst, who's normally in the party chat, but he is uh, taking on the elements and driving all the way to Clear Lake, Iowa for the Surf Ballroom, the annual event where they pay tribute to the uh, J- the Buddy uh, Holly concert that uh, the day the music died. February, is it February 3rd or 2nd? It's coming up. Anyway, this week is the, the week they have the special... Um, Couple day festival and lots of great rock and roll shows out there. So, uh big fins up to you, Michael. Safe travels, as I hope you don't run into that snowstorm out there. It's our 22nd anniversary of the show tonight. We've been on the air 22 years tonight. We got Linda rob with us. Linda, how you doing? Hey,
7: I'm back. I lost. Oh, here it is. I was going
4: to say my shaker. Don't lose your shaker. 22 years. I
7: know. Well, Hey, did you figure out what trap rocker
4: you're taking life advice from yet? Um, I was going to say Pat Daly, but I don't know if he's a uh, trap rocker.
8: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so let me think about it a little bit he's more. not a
8: bad
4: pick. Let me think about it a little more okay. next, next time we talk on the air. Maybe later in the show we can fig- get this settled. Okay. Let's go down to Texas Way and bring on our next guest tonight. It is Darby Ledbetter. Darby, are you there? I'm here. How are you all doing? Good man, greetings. Welcome to the show.
8: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me and uh happy anniversary.
4: Thanks, man. Yeah, I can't believe it. 22. It's unbelievable. But here we are. You have a great yeah. <laughs> We have a great You have a great new CD I am trying to say, Living Free and Loving Life. We've been playing on the show and I've been very impressed with everything I've heard. We just heard Parrot he- Parrot Heads in Paradise and you're from Texas way, right? I am. I am. You're an, Here in Georgia. I think I hear a dog. Yes, and and you're an Emmy Award winning singer. Tell me about that.
8: Yeah, uh, a while back in in 2009, I, you know, I spent. I retired last year from the army. I spent about 28 years in the military. And
4: uh, thank you for your service.
8: While I was in, yeah, thank you. And uh, while I was in there, I, I had the opportunity to. I kind of have a parallel life while I was serving the country, also still performed in music. I was living in Nashville and, and playing and uh, um, had the opportunity to do some things with, with the National Guard. They called me up, and I had a song called Come the Weekend uh, that they used kind of as an ad campaign for recruiting.
4: Oh, wow. Okay.
8: And uh, it was... It was pretty successful, and uh, one man sitting at home, they called me up and said, Hey, can you write us another song? Uh, We want to use it as a national ad campaign behind Three Doors Down. Three Doors Down had a song called uh, Citizen Soldier um, that was real successful. So I sat on my front porch, and I wrote a song called I Won't Let My Guard Down, and uh, we shot a video for it. Wow. And uh, it was advertised. They used it as a national ad campaign. And it was in movie theaters and played for movies on all across the nation. And then uh, about, a, about a year later, we got. Uh, I was at the National Harbor, Maryland, playing a, a show. And uh, actually for the National Guard, I was up there doing, doing one of their things just before I recorded Iraq and that night I found out uh, I got nominated for an Emmy Award for, wow. the, for the video for that song and then oh. about three weeks later I was on the night actually the night I was headed to Iraq uh, with the night of the award show so my wife went much dead and and uh, when I got to I, when I got to Ireland about three o'clock in the morning to, to call my wife to let her know I was halfway to Iraq she said, honey, you won. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so that's how it came about. And, uh, you know, it was a real honor, you know, to, to win that and, and, uh, to have that song be, you never really know as a songwriter, uh, if your music's going to speak or not. It's art. You throw it out there and, yeah. and hope people love it. And, uh, and still today, you know, first responders and, and military Folks um, have used that, uh, and I still do a lot of work with veterans and first responders, helping raising money and and uh, doing charity work for for veterans and their families and first responders like that. So the song has really been been good to us and, and good did to help help benefit others as well. So it's been a, a real humbling
4: humbling experience. That is fantastic, and those two songs. As you mentioned, come the weekend, and I Won't Let My Guard Down are on this uh, album as bonus tracks. So you can check it out, folks, if you pick up uh, Darby's release. That is awesome. Linda, go ahead. Yeah. Hi, Darby. So
7: uh, you have quite the variety of songs, kind of the tropical songs and obviously military songs and whatnot. How do you go about deciding um, when you're writing songs what to write about?
10: Well,
8: uh, sometimes the song chooses you. Yeah. <laughs> as a, as a, yeah. As a songwriter, I mean, you write a variety of songs, and uh, and of course, you know, I haven't sang everything that uh, I've always written, but there's obviously pieces of me in all the songs. But uh, some speak speak to me more than others, and I I think that's how I go about, you know, recording songs myself putting together a project yeah. uh, for example you know I'm fairly new to the not to the entertainment industry or country music but uh, definitely new to to this genre uh, of trop rock or Caribbean country or coastal yeah. country um, I've written a lot of those songs over the years but I've never really put out just an album of of trop rock after I retired and, and settled in here to Conroe, Texas, I got invited out to um, a, a happy hour for the 5 o'clock flock, um, which is here in, in Conroe, Texas, and went out, got invited by a friend who was already a member of the Parrothead Club here and uh, and met some amazing people that are doing some amazing things. Uh got to learn about uh, the parent head club and of course they do a lot of charity work is right up it seemed like a natural natural progression for me to uh to, to follow along in the footsteps of their their motto party with a purpose you know they're, sure. they're having fun raising money for charity and uh but after meeting them um i just knew that i had to i got inspired to write parent heads in paradise about all these great folks in these fair head clubs uh, where the rubber meets the road, so to speak. You know, the grassroots people out here that are really doing great things, raising money for for various causes. And uh, and it's kind of a tribute to them, and, and now I'm one of
4: them. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a That's,
8: great
4: awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. And you're playing a big event this coming weekend, I believe it is, the Lone Star Lua, right?
8: Yeah, uh, Tom Shepard, uh, who I've known for for several years, but we were kind of reintroduced uh, a couple years ago down in down to Key West when I went down there for the impromptu uh, meeting of the minds, and okay. uh, he uh, he's moved the uh, the Lone Star Luau over here to the Margaritaville right here in Conroe, Texas, and. Uh, yeah, he's asked me to come out and, and play, uh, along with a lot of le- other great artists uh, that will be, be out there through the four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I think it's the 3rd, the 7th. Beautiful. So i uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, and our, you know, our Parenthood Club here is going to be out there in force, helping support the success of that event, too. So,
4: that so is That is awesome. Go ahead,
7: hey Darby, I really like that song here. It's called "Soldier Up." Can you tell us about that song? Yeah, uh, that was uh,
8: an idea I had um, back in 2009, and, and uh, it was kind of my tribute to. Uh, it's kind of that call to action, and uh, and another tribute to all the. The brave men and women who who i served with and, and still continue to serve uh, my producer kenny Royster and i wrote that tune and uh it was actually supposed to be a follow-up ad cab pain for for uh my oh, guard down which which never materialized but uh it's a great rocking song. It's uh, it's a good one to get out and put your earbuds in and run to for sure. Wow. If <laughs> you going to the gym. Okay.
4: Yeah. Fantastic. Where can everybody uh, get the new release? Release.
8: Well, whatever your favorite platform is, um, iTunes, uh, Spotify, YouTube, whatever your platform is, it's available everywhere online. Okay. Um. Um. I. Uh, I have a few CDs printed, um, but you know most people use those platforms these days, so it's it's really available online. Yeah. You can go. Uh, obviously, visit my website
4: darkenlightbetter to find out more about it. But uh, yeah. We still love CDs hey, here in Valentine. D- so go ahead, Linda.
7: I didn't ask him about his name. So your name is. Darby, it's very original. It's a cool name. Is is that your real name? And if it is, did your how did your parents decide on that? Well, it is my real name, and uh, never know. Yeah, uh,
8: my mom actually told me uh, that I was named after an actress, Kim Darby. Uh, she used to, uh, I guess, she was an actress in the '60s and '70s, and little
1: bit through the okay. 80s she used to uh she used to uh frequent
4: the love boat quite a bit <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, that does sound yeah, familiar uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Her, her, her. so i was i was um, named after her from my
8: understanding
4: so there we go yeah we we I have, like it we have a uh, mutual friend i noticed one of the co-writers was tim campbell on one of your songs yeah. we know tim really well
8: yeah man i love I love this guy. I mean, we have become really good friends. He was uh, one of the first artists I met down a couple of years ago at the uh, Meeting of the Minds. Uh, of course, he's a um, you know fellow military guy and his and his wife Patty. Yes. Um, and and I, he was on stage singing, and he's such a funny guy and has yeah. such a stage presence. And uh, actually. I guess he's a, he's a little bit of credit too. I got in this while he was on stage singing. I had an idea for a song, uh, that I thought would be great for him and, uh, invited him to come to Texas. And and finally Patty kicked him out of the house and sent him down here for a few days. And, uh, we we started a a song in TUS called something to do with a beer. Okay. Uh, course he recorded it and uh of course i did my version and put it on this record because well, i love it too but uh it's done really well for him it's it's been a hit on drop rock radio for him and I'm, I'm super proud of him for that but uh we also sat down and wrote wrote a few others on this record pair heads in paradise and uh catching up on slowing down so uh it's been really great to uh, you know, besides the music and everything else, it's it's always great to meet uh, great people, and and I'm honored
4: to call them my friend. That is awesome. Well, it's a really cool uh, release. We we like it. Great songwriting, great songs on here. And do you have uh, future plans to do to do more tropical things?
8: Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're we're still writing the tunes, and uh, I've met a lot of other great trop rock artists. Uh, Justin Touche uh, is new to the genre as well another military guy okay uh, myself and and him and Tim Campbell played at Little Key West on our way back from the Meeting of the mind
4: okay I know where so, that's uh, yeah.
8: Justin yeah Justin came up here and uh we've already been writing some some new tunes as well and uh looking forward to writing writing a lot more and put
4: some more great music out there hopefully so Excellent, Linda. You got anything else?
7: Uh, no, other than that, I need to make it to that little Key West because I haven't yet, and it
4: looks <laughs> awesome. It does look fun. <laughs> oh, it, it, yeah,
8: it's a great place. It is a wonderful place and a beautiful, beautiful venue. And it looks just like Key West.
4: <laughs> yeah. cool. so I you can. So you highly even, recommend. It. Even go inside the bars right there at their at their uh, venue. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Darby, it's been a pleasure uh, talking to you. You're a great addition to Trap Rock Music. Check out his album, everybody. It's called Living Free and Loving Life. Darby Ledbetter from Texas Way. And uh, have a great weekend uh, at Lone Star Luau. Y'all, too. Once again, thanks
8: for having me on. Thanks for playing the music. And uh, thanks, uh, everybody out there listening to Island Time Radio. D.K. Linda, appreciate
4: Thank you. Thank you, Darby. Yeah, and the website, fun, Darby. The website, I forgot to mention, is Darby Ledbetter. Fin's up to you. Thanks, Darby, and thank you, Linda. Yep, bye. This is this, this bye. the song that uh, Linda really liked a lot and uh, requested it tonight, My Pirate Soul. From Darby Ledbetter on the brand-new album. We're also going to play that track we talked about, the uh, I Won't Let My Guard Down here in a moment, on Island Time Tonight.
7: Kaylee from the Steel City Fins, and you're living on island time on WBWC 88.3 FM, The Sting.
3: Like we need cowbell. What's another? More cowbell
11: on this one. Do we have a
2: cowbell?
4: Oh, here we go.
3: juices with that tropical concoction. We'll write a song and make a million bucks and selling it on eBay auction. A song about her cocoa cold, cold heart and I hope it brings her fame. Song about a girl in umbrella drinks. If I could just remember her name a little more. Wrong. Railing run
12: West when this girl had another request. She said, do you know anything besides drinking songs? I said, you know what they say. It can't be wrong if they write about what you know. Well, I know Jack and Jim and Jose. Jameson on a cold day. Captain Morgan. Song. Well, I ain't no politician But I'm out on a mission Pretty well conditioned so make fast friends Who stand by till the end Especially when I'm fishing Well, I know Corona Endos, Equis,
9: I like that sound It goes so easy With that rain falling down
4: Pretty Dirt Band classic song, sounded very much like Jimmy Buffett at the time, Uh, and I think there was a slight controversy about it when Jimmy first heard it, (laughs) but anyway, it was originally done by Rodney Crowell, Sonny Jim White pointed that out to me a few years ago, and I have since uh, researched and found that version that we play occasionally on the show as well. We also had in there, let's see. Darby Ledbetter, of course. I won't let my guard down. Erica Sunshine Lee from her new album, Same Ship, Different Day. A song called Another Drinking Song. We had my pirate soul in there from Darby Ledbetter. And Donnie Brewer live with a little more rum all tonight on our 22nd anniversary show. On Island Time.
3: And I...
9: Celebrating 20 years 20
2: years 20 years 20 years
9: 20 years of Trap Rock on WBWC Berea.
10: Hi, this is Jim Morris and I'm laid back and key wasted with DK on WBWC 88.3 FM The Sting. The night of drinks and conversations good friends and me, life explored with old Doc Ford and the gang at Cabbage Key, falling stars streaked across the night, slicing like a knife, daylight sneaked across the sky, and the world just came to light. you. Yeah. to celebrate the day
4: Jim Morris, the late, great Jim Morris, the king of Trap Rock with Magic on the Water, going back a few years here. Tonight on Island Time, it's our 22nd anniversary of the show. We've been on the air 22 years ago, 22 years this week, and uh, we are presenting a very special interview here. I uh, was going through the archives of some past shows. Uh, We've recorded the shows for many years, and I found a Jim Morris interview. I said, wow, this would be cool to play on the show, and... It was about 2012, and he was promoting an album of cover songs, and Amo Bennett, our former co-host of the show, was was in the studio with me that night, so you'll hear Amo on this as well, but let's check it out. It's an interview with the late, great Jim Morris, right here on the Island Time radio show. Tune in. <laughs> All right, we're going to go down to Punta Gorda, Florida right now and talk to our uh, special guest tonight. It is Mr. Jim Morris. Jim. How are you guys doing? Hey, there he is. Welcome to Island Time. Buddy. Wonderful,
13: wonderful. How are you, Jim? I'm great. Thanks for having me.
4: Excellent. We haven't had you on in a while and uh, wanted to get you back on. You have a brand new uh, CD uh, of cover tunes this time. It's called Cover Your Tracks, right?
14: Yeah, that's correct.
4: Tell us a little bit about it. Well, it's, it's yeah,
14: I've, I've always wanted to do a project like this, and this just kind of happened by accident. I, I was intending to take the year off from doing any recording and, um, I, I didn't I wanted to spend a little bit more time writing before I did another CD and I'm just so busy with the, you know, the business end of everything and a lot of projects were piling up that I wanted to get, get finished. And so it's kind of, it's kind of hard sometimes to do both, you know, do all the traveling and all the business stuff and then try to find time for, um, writing. So the last few years, I've just sort of, you know, taken taken a week and, and sat down and, you know, put the, the nose to the grindstone and cranked out some songs. And I didn't want to do that again. And so I wasn't going to gonna record. And then uh, just by chance, uh, Eric Ellis, who plays for me, was, was going to be in Nashville to do some recording. And so he and, and Dave Murphy, who also plays for me, were going to be up there. And uh, I had the idea of doing a CD called Take Two, okay. and and it's a CD of, of songs that I didn't really care for the way they turned out. And okay, I was going to I was going to re-record
4: them. Sure, sure, and, and, okay.
14: And call it you call it Take Two. You know, so you know you don't know how that works. You know, sometimes a year goes by and you go, oh, why do not I do that? Right, right. That? So so I was going to do that, and, and so I thought since they were up there, I would uh, I would go up and let them do their part. Because you know, since they're there, I don't, I don't have to pay for them to be there, you know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
14: So, so they had a couple of extra days, so I said, well, I'll go up there and let them do their thing, and then whenever I get around to recording the project and I you know I wasn't going to do it anytime soon, it would be down the road somewhere. I'd have all their work done okay and so I'm, I'm flying up to Nashville, and uh, I have a really good friend that lives in Nashville. I, I always stay with uh, he and his wife, and I'm at their house that night, and I just got the idea. Well, maybe I don't want to do this. Maybe I should do some cover tunes, because I had this idea of also doing cover tunes. So, as I'm driving into the studio the next morning, i I kind of changed the whole direction. Wow, and and I showed up and 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 they said, "Well, are you ready?" I said, we're gonna do something different." <laughs> and I just started I just started playing some songs. i didn't I didn't give it a whole lot of thought, uh, you know or what songs whatever songs kind of popped into my head okay. you
1: know,
14: on the way and and there were a few songs I, I knew that I wanted to do because, you know, songs like Hill Country Rain, a lot of people will come up and say, what CD is that on? You know, after we played it, a, a live show. And, and it's really, a, there isn't a studio version of that song. So I wanted to do that song. I wanted yeah. to do, um, going to make you want to dance. And, um, and, you know, I wanted to do a, uh, you know, some Buffett song because every now and then we get asked to do one of those.
1: And
4: right.
14: So, um uh, so that's kind. Of, that's kind of the way it turned out. I would just sort of show up in the morning, and they'd say, "What are we going to do?" And, I'd, and I, you know, a lot of the arrangements, you know, I kind of made them up on the spot, and and uh, you know, the the song "I Don't Want to Cry" it was an old Beach Music song, you know, that turned into something completely different than I had in my head.
4: Okay.
14: <laughs> so, okay. So it just kind of worked out that way. It was, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun with it.
4: Now, for an artist like you who has been around a little bit, and you've been doing like a new CD, like okay. Clockwork, once a year, every year, every yeah. year. I, I think that's probably not a bad idea. Just to just take a break for a year and uh, and play some f- favorite tunes. And I know you said take two. I, I, you kind of did a take two on Navajo Rug, which I like a lot. the yeah, I did. F- I, yeah. I, you know
1: that
14: was gonna. I was gonna include. Uh, I thought about doing that on the take two record, but yeah, I kind of wanted to do my songs. So this is an opportunity to to redo that because I wasn't really happy with the way it turned out on the you know the first time we did it. So, um, but it, this turned out great.
4: I always love the original, but yeah, on this uh, new version, uh, even better. You have uh, in your band now. Who is it? John, Patty on steel.
14: Yeah, John Patty on uh, steel pans and percussion. Okay. And, and uh, Jimmy Pappas on drums.
4: Okay.
14: And Eric Ellis on uh, guitar. Uh, Dave Murphy on keyboards, John uh-huh. martini on uh, bass guitar and uh we've been that that version of the band has been together for i don't know five years i guess
13: now um i think i told know.
4: i think I told you last year to tell Dave murphy we're waiting for his next album. we loved that first one he did let's get it rolling <laughs> first <laughs> few years ago
14: yeah no I, 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 you know he people asking that and, and I kind of shared with him the uh the response that Willis Allen Ramsey gave people when they uh, they asked him when well, is he going to do a new album, and he, he would always say, well, "What was wrong with the first one?"
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, now how many?
14: Been so using that line.
4: Okay. Now how many uh, do you have at this point in the catalog? I
14: have twenty-three.
4: Is that right? Keeping him yeah, busy. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, and that's how you know I've got fifteen
14: studio CDs of you know of original music. And then, you know, we've got a couple of live ones, and I've got a couple of compilation things that we've done. And uh, then I had a, a new jazz CD that came out this year, which is a compilation of all the jazz tunes. We were doing a, a jazz festival, and we thought we'd, we probably should have some kind of product to sell to the okay. jazz. Festival. And so we, we just kind of put this out really quickly. And uh, But, you know, it's, it, it really turned out nice. I was, I was watching television uh, a couple of nights ago, late at night and I uh, you know, got time to uh, you know I got sleep in time to go to bed so I was cu- cutting the television off and we and then we also have a like a Bose surround sound system in the bedroom
1: okay and
14: so I have to cut them off separately so I, instead of cutting the Bose off I hit the CD button <laughs> and all of a sudden that CD started playing and you know the you know it was, the lights were out and it was dark and and I CD started playing, and I ended up sitting there, laying in bed, listening to the whole thing. <laughs> like, wow, this
4: is pretty good. <laughs> is that the one called uh, Magazine Street?
14: Magazine Street, yes.
4: Okay. We have to get a copy of that, Jim. We don't have that one yet. That, that just oh, came out. We'll okay, take care of that, yeah. <laughs> the website is uh, Jim Morris. We just uh, announced it a minute ago, Jim-MorrisMusic.com. You it's can,
14: actually Jim-Morris.com. You, know, you, you can
13: get there either way. Either, either way works. works. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
4: Um now on this uh CD as it turned out you you played a lot of favorite covers and I didn't realize this uh, Jim that you were a uh, big I heard this from my buddy Rich who did a little research last time he saw you play a uh, big fan of America uh, the American Oh band. yeah. Yeah.
14: Yeah, yeah, I was uh, yeah, I was a big fan of them and I've probably seen them in concert more than anybody.
4: Is that right? Okay. Yeah,
14: and uh you know back in the early days when they came out you know with the you know with the horse no name album and I, you know, I had a girlfriend who gave me that as a present, and I started listening to it, and then, you know, just, you know, the, the type of guitar, you know, the, the cording they use, you know, a lot of major sevenths chords, that's kind of been my, the biggest influence on me, uh, using those types of chords in America, and their harmonies, and so I have everything that they've ever recorded, I, I see them, yeah, and I can, and I've always been a
4: big fan of the era. Yeah, Yeah, my, myself as well. I've seen them a few times. I, I noticed instead of doing like one of the big hits, you did a cut, uh, it was about 1977, I think this song, yeah. was on one of their albums called Wind Wave. Yeah. And it's kind of trap rock. I mean, it's uh, they weren't calling it that in 1977. Well, a mixture of it, yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you got a, f- a few minutes, Jim, we're going to play that track from the new album. Oh, sure. Okay. It, this is your take on America's Wind Wave. Yeah. It is from the new CD called Cover Your Tracks. Jim Morris on Island Time Tonight.
10: Feeling dizzy, my mind reels back to those days in the city. When early in the morning, take a trip. It's so pretty, I could never understand why it wasn't so grand. I got a hankering for a win wave. I got it through and through. I got a hankering for something homemade. It makes me feel brand new. Early in the morning when the sun comes up I grab a fishing pole and a sleeping bag roll Head out for the land of the dull But the pretty I won't stay The sun comes up, I grab a fishing pole and a sleeping bag roll. Leave Jim Morris from Punta Gorda, Florida, and I'm living on Island Time on WBWC 88.3 FM, The Sting. She was swaying to the music As sexy as can be She stood out on the dance floor And pointed right at me I'm willing to take a shot If you're willing to take the chance But you're bound to be embarrassed I apologize in advance It's time to take a breath It's time for thinking twice Cause I know me better So take some good advice If you're looking for Travolta Or some guy who can really dance This is bound to turn out ugly I apologize in advance When you pay my bar tab Please don't be surprised I appreciate your kindness But you must have realized I drink a lot of booze That's why I try to dance You're looking at three figures I apologize in advance It's time to take a breath It's time for thinking twice Cause I know me better So take some good advice If you're looking for a bargain Don't give me a glance Cause you're headed for the poorhouse I apologize in advance And when you take me home let me ease your mind I'm sure the earth will move And we'll have a swing in time Just don't be surprised When I'm reaching for my pants I told you this would happen I apologized in advance It's time to take a breath it's time for thinking twice. Cause I know me better. So take some good advice. If you're talking about forever, if you're looking for romance, I predict a tragic ending. I apologize in advance. No, this won't turn out pretty. I apologize
4: in advance. Jim, I love that one. I apologize. (laughs) Sometimes
13: it's just so much easier to do just to say I'm sorry for what's about to happen. That's from the CD.
4: That's from advertising. There you go. That's from the CD On the Road Too Long that came out uh, last year, right? That's right. That's okay, right. and we also had the uh, wind wave. I said that was from an album in 1977. I guess I don't know America's uh, anthology as well as I. I think it might have been earlier than that, but I, I know I know that song. That's a good
14: yeah, It was it was on the Hat Trick album, which probably came out about 74. Okay,
4: know. okay, and, great. Uh, there,
14: it was a third album.
4: Great, great tune, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you you have a clever way of writing, as a, an example there. Uh, and you've been influenced by, I know you've said this before, Texas songwriters like Jerry Jeff and Guy Clark and et cetera, right?
14: Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, probably more so than anybody. Um, you know, I, some of the music style, you know, guys like America's probably had some influence, but our, their, writing, their writing style is more stream of consciousness, and I'm more of a, you know, tell a story, middle, beginning, and end kind of guy, and... I think you know the Texas music is, is probably far more articulate than most of the music
13: out there. It's really good
4: stuff. And you were based uh, still in Punta Gorda, Florida. You do a, a legendary gig at Navi- the Navigator, right? We
13: could tell. <laughs> yeah, that's we, right. Yeah. We could definitely tell Dennis is from the north.
4: Why is that? Did I mispronounce <laughs> something? The, the pronunciation. <laughs> I was I was supposed to ask you this, Jim. Um, yeah, you know, we're from the, lo- the land of long pants that Jim refers yeah. to.
13: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>
4: Um, I was supposed to ask you this. We're having a, a cruise in October, our Island Time Radio Show cruise. And afterward, uh, not all of the cruisers, but some of them are, are heading up to Punta Gorda, and they're going to check out the Navigator. And they want I don't know if you know this in advance, but it would be October 14th, I think. Well, anyway, whatever that Sunday is. 14th. So they're really hoping you're there, Jim. Yeah, is that is that
14: Patty Cayley's group?
4: Yes, yes, yes Patty Cayley.
14: Yeah, yeah, I think I got an email from her about that.
4: Okay. Okay. Yes,
14: there is a good chance we'll be in town for that. I think we're going to be the weekend after we're uh, we're away, and then then we come back, to sort of settle into our Florida thing for a few weeks. because so then we're getting ready to go the Keys and all that. But yes, yeah, so that'll be fun. I hope you guys hope hope it all works out. But I'm there, and you guys can stop by. There you uh, go. It's a cool place, and I just played there on Saturday, as a matter of fact.
4: Okay.
13: Speaking of, speaking of being busy, Jim, you have uh, Red, White, and Tunes coming up uh, over here in July down in Florida, right. and Sixth String in uh, New Orleans coming up uh, August, and then obviously Meeting of the Minds are always there down in uh, Key West. Uh, we see on the schedule in September, you're heading to Africa. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that and how that actually came about. Yeah,
14: well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not playing over there. I, uh, I guess I could, you know, I have uh, the... <laughs> The, the guy I used to record with, uh, Chris uh, Hadding, is from Durban, South Africa. So, okay. So I imagine I could probably get a gig or two if I wanted to. And But we're, we're, uh, I do a, I do a thing every year for the Animal Rescue Center in, in Fort Myers, and they have a big fundraiser that we attend. And that was one of the auction items a couple of years ago. And so uh, we weren't a lot of interest in it, so we did on it and, and, and got it a fairly good price, and so at the spur of the moment, we said, let's go to Africa, so we had a a couple of years to use it, so we've we've got to go this year, so we're going to, September, we've we've talked to people, and everybody kind of recommends going in September, changing the seasons there, going into summer, so uh, the animals should be on the move, so we're going on a safari for about 10 days.
13: Wow, that'll be wonderful. Yeah,
14: and and all that stuff, that's going to be great.
4: That sounds like an intriguing trip. You've never been there, though, before.
14: No, no, never have,
4: yeah, no. Yeah. Sounds fantastic. A few years ago, uh, Jim, uh, you recorded an album in our fair state in Toledo, Ohio, and I still play it. It's Trolling for Mermaids. That's right. Yeah. It was recorded at the Bait Shop. That's right.
14: What a weekend that was.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're going to play a track from that. How long, how long have you been doing uh, trop rock music, you know? Like, calling it drop rock, I mean, has it been, what, 15 years now?
14: Oh, it's probably longer than that. I started in 1994, and I guess back, then, that's when I really started, you know, playing for a living, and, uh, and I guess back in those days, there weren't many of us around.
4: Right.
1: And,
14: uh, so, yeah, that's that's back in the early, early, early days of it all.
4: When we first started this show, uh, you were one of the few guys that we had, to, first of all, to play music, and it already had a few albums so <laughs> it was one step ahead you were a step ahead. <laughs> on the on the new uh cover cd i noticed you also do a jimmy uh tune uh which is not again not a big one of the big hits but tampico trauma classic from the old days
14: yeah i, I wanted to do a buffett song and we just do that well you know, the band we played that uh we haven't really done a lot of buffett stuff on our show probably since the early 2000s and uh uh, we just, you know, I just had so many songs, and you know, the people were were there to see us play our songs. So we just sort of started weeding out a lot of the, you know, the cover things that we had played in the early, early days. Okay. And but we always, but we always got a really good response for that song. And uh, when everyone, anyone ever wanted to hear a song, that's one we all kind of remembered fairly well. And so, uh, and every, and the guys in the band really enjoyed playing it. So we said, "Well, let's go for it." It was easy. It was
4: easy to do since everybody knew, knew what to do. <laughs> there you go. I've yeah. noticed over the. I've noticed over. I've met some of your fans, Jim, and they are the most loyal, uh, crazed fans of maybe of, of any of these Trap Rock acts we play. And they're called the Bocanuts, right?
14: Yeah, that's right. Yes.
4: And you did a song actually called Bocanuts a few years ago in their honor.
14: Yeah, well, I, actually, the song was was out before the you know, the fan ever had fans.
4: Okay,
1: <laughs>
14: It was just uh,
13: adopted and reinvented.
1: Yeah,
14: yeah, yeah it was. Uh, yeah, you know, coconut are, are brightly colored uh, painted coconuts So over both <laughs> the Grand Florida, you know, which is an island island close by. Uh, they they decorate them and sell them in shops and everything. And I used to play at a bar called the South Beach Bar and Grill back in the early days, and they had a whole shelf of coconut up there and. And one night we stayed really, really late, you know, the place had shut down, and I was there with the owners and some of their friends, and we just hung out till probably about 4 in the morning and, and telling stories and meeting a lot of interesting people. And, uh, and I, I looked up at the shelf and realized that the real coconuts were all these crazy people sitting around me, and I kind of wrote a song in their honor. And then, uh, you know, the fans later on sort of adopted that as their, as their theme and their name.
4: Every every act now they're, they're coming up with names uh, for their fans, but uh, you were one of the first ones after Jimmy, of course, with of uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm
14: glad. <laughs> I'm glad I was able to come up with a name that was a little unlike a lot of the other. It <laughs> didn't have a head. Didn't have a head to be titled, you
4: know. <laughs> there you go. Very unique. <laughs> we also uh, we also got a note from Patty Cayley. She wanted to uh, mention that there's a chance you might play Puddin Bay next year for the flocking. Is that uh, something you're yeah,
14: thinking? Yeah, I was hoping that, uh, that eventually that'll work out. You know, we we do a thing that we've been doing, I don't know, for 10 years now up in Connecticut, and it's always the second weekend in June. Okay. Well, I was kind of hoping that, you know, I think the calendar's changing a little bit this year, and maybe the dates would work out. Uh, but I still kind of, because I enjoy going up to Putin Bay.
4: I think it is a few days later next year, yeah. yeah. I think it might oh, be maybe. the week later. All right. Maybe well, we. I hope that happens, Jim, and we'd love to see you again. It's been a while. But. Yeah, Yes, it has been. I remember that crazed night many years ago when you played Mr. Ed's before they remodeled. They've since oh. remodeled. <laughs> and uh it was like a fire hired, uh hazard situation.
14: Oh yeah, yeah, you know, the, the security lost control of the crowd. You yeah. know, and uh I asked the guy, the 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 security guys around the stage and I said, Can you can you control the crowd? And he said, No, you need to get out of here <laughs> <laughs> so, we went out the windows. I don't know if you remember <laughs> that, but we, wow. you know, on the back of the stage, there were windows on on each corner, and uh, we we went out the windows with our gear, you know, because we, there were just there were just so many people coming in, and they kept coming in and coming in.
4: Yeah, it was. And crazy. there was
14: no nowhere for them to go, and so we,
4: <laughs> we
14: escaped <laughs> our lives.
4: <laughs> I, I think it was nights like that that led uh, Mister Ed to totally remodel the place. If you ever, if you come back next year, you're not even going to recognize it. It's like,
14: well, you know, I, I was there a couple years ago and I saw the new, the new. Oh, that's play right. Out. You but, played the yeah. hand
4: grenade party. Yeah, a I, years did, ago. I did. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, folks, check out Jim's music if you're not already familiar. Twenty some albums. I didn't realize it was that many at this point. At music dot com is that right, or Jim Slash uh, Morris?
1: Jim Dash
14: Morris. Dash. Dot com. Jim Dash Morris dot com, yeah.
4: Okay, and you could probably find it uh, other places as well, right?
14: Yeah, you can find it on my website and, and you know, you know, iTunes and Amazon and you know all the all the major retailers
4: okay. like that. CD Baby and, perhaps.
14: CD Baby, yes, on there.
4: Okay, yeah. we're gonna play a song called "Joe uh, Knows How to Live." From, yeah. from the new CD. You want to tell us about that one? It's an old favorite.
14: Yeah, it is. It's it's a song that, as actually, as I was driving down to Florida when I was moving down here, back you know back down here in the early nineties, uh, you know, I'd left the corporate thing, and I heard that song on the way, and I thought, well, this is a great song. I'd, I'd never heard it before, and it became a favorite of mine. I kept intending to do it. On another album, but I never did, and my wife kept encouraging me to do it, and so she kind of insisted that it be on this one. So it it turned out really, really nice. It's a really nice version. You know, uh, you know, John Patty and uh, Rusty Danmeyer, who plays pedal steel on on my CDs, did a wonderful job on this song.
4: Excellent. Now, who did that originally?
14: It was Eddie Raven. Eddie Raven. Eddie Raven. Yeah, back in the late '80s. Okay.
4: Well, Jim, it's been a pleasure. Always a pleasure having you on the show. I want to thank you for uh, joining us tonight.
14: Well, thanks for having me. I'm going to get back to uh, to work in the next few weeks and start cranking out some songs and try to get you know some CDs out them before the end of the year. I hope.
4: Really? Okay. So
14: keep, keep an eye out for that.
4: I'll let yeah. you get back to work there. Fin's up, and uh, to you and everybody in the band. And uh, thanks for hanging with us tonight. All okay.
13: Right. Hope to see you soon.
4: All right, Jim Morris. Thank Fin's you up. Jim. Uh, Jim and all the boconuts out here, out there.
13: One of the hardest working people in music.
4: Yes, in trap rock for sure. He's uh, Keep, always keeping him,
13: keeping himself very busy.
4: Always playing. Uh, whenever we read that we're going to do that tonight, we're going to read the trap rock events and we'll see how many of. He's, he's, he's I know uh, he's
13: listed in there. I read it once already, and he's, he's loaded in there. So,
4: from the brand new CD Cover Your Tracks, this is Jim Morris and Joe knows how to live on the Island Time Radio Show tonight.
10: clock in The boys are all bedding that Joe wouldn't show They'd seen him over the weekend He had four new tires on that old Cadillac Betty the waitress and some clothes in the back, a dashboard full of maps of Mexico Joe knows how to live He said and women Money is made to spend. Life is something, buddy. You will never live again. I've got to admit it. Joe sure knows how to live. Out somewhere The only blue in his life Is the blue moonlight Bouncing off Betty's blonde hair And I can just see Him rolling round In the sand I never thought I was a jealous man When I see what he's doing And what I'm not Oh, I'm jealous a lot He said And his Mexican hat Just to remind us sometimes
4: All righty, that is our 2012 interview with the late great Jim Morris. That was fabulous. I'd forgotten how long that interview was. Lots of great information there. And uh, man, we miss him so much. Jim Morris and uh, his wife Sharon just recently passed away this this uh, earlier, well, uh, It was recent. It was in the last month or so. DK on duty. Hope you enjoyed that as we uh, celebrate our 22nd anniversary of doing Island Time tonight. We're going to take a very quick break. We got time for a few classics, some trap rock classics for you to wrap it up. Hope you enjoyed that. That was awesome. A a vintage interview we did with the late great Jim Morris back in 2012. Let's do a couple of trap rock classics to close out our anniversary show tonight.
1: (music)
3: Every year the birds head south They're flocking down the freeways Even now They really think they're flying down the road Forty miles an hour in a 60 zone So if it's snowbird season Why can't we shoot them? them and nag them and ship them back overnight air so take your big car and your attitude and your wife's blue hair and don't tell me how you do it up north because i don't care Store and I go a little nuts My favorite seat at church Is where they sit their butts I think I'm going crazy I might crack Well, I could go postal anytime Someone hold me back If it's snowbird season Why can't we shoot up Tag a man Take ship them back overnight air. So take your big car and your attitude and your wife's blue hair. And don't tell me how you do it up north, cause I don't care. Some of my best friends are snowbirds, it's true. If you're offended by my little song, the song's about you and me. Snowbird season, why can't we shoot them? Tag em and bag 'em and ship 'em back overnight air. Take your big car and your attitude and your wife's blue hair. Don't tell me how you do it up north, cause I don't care. Everybody, if it's no bird season, why can't we shoot up? Bag them and bag of and ship them back overnight air. So take your big car and your attitude and your wise blue hair. And don't tell me how you do it up north, cause I don't care. Yeah, don't tell us how you do it up north, cause we don't care.
14: Hi, this is Hugo Duarte of the Full Sail Band in Wilmington,
6: North Carolina, and it's Paradise Tonight right here on Island Time with DK on WBWC, The Sting.
0: So we can drive down here to this little place where we love to stay, where the rent goes easy on a working man's pay. We got our own beach made of gravel and tar. You can't see the water, but it ain't that far. I'm talking about a party that'll last two weeks, about a mile from the ocean on Hillbilly Beach. Hillbilly Beach, Redneck Riviera, wishing vacation could last. Front property is out of your reach You gotta send them for the action On Hillbilly Beach Hillbilly Beach Well we've got a big cooler That's never out of beer Sitting in a circle of some rusted out chairs if there were some women it would sure be sweet But they don't come walking down this dead end street Hillbilly Beach Redneck Riviera Wishing vacation could last forever and oceanfront property is out of your reach You gotta make your own action no. Hillbilly Beach Hillbilly Beach
11: Sonny Jim White and you're here with DK and BWC, and we're having a great time running on island time. But it's a pretty good life, and I would have to say I'm a tropical trader. Traded in my old life for a new way to go. Tropical trader. Gave up moving fast for moving slow. Tropical trader. Laying back, chilling out, enjoying life is what it's all about. To the Caribbean, he got the touch Now he's selling up his business Gonna live out all his dreams Gonna live on a sailboat like an island king Be a tropical trade heart of gold, if it's only for a while you can stop that roll, come to the Caribbean and rest your soul, and be a tropical trader.
4: That is Sonny Jim White going back a few years. That's right. I dug out some uh, oldies but goodies tonight, and let's see if we have a year on that one. I want to say that was 2001 again. There we go. Sonny Jim White. And the album was called Tropical Trader. That is the title track. We had uh, the late, great Hugo Duarte live at Hogs Breath. Great album and great uh, performance of Hillbilly Beach. And we had Brent Burns in there with its snowbird season. Why can't we shoot him? All right, it wouldn't be uh, the end of the show if we didn't have a social. uh, Mandog, are you ready? Social! Social!
2: Here's Ziggy Zagger, Ziggy Zagger, Hoi, hoi, hoi! Ziggy Zagger, Ziggy Zagger, Hoi, hoi, hoi! Eins, zwei,
4: drei, so Thank you, Mike Mandog Adams from put bay the Roundhouse Bar, with the social to wrap it up tonight on Island Time, our 22nd anniversary. That's right, we have hit the 2-2... 22 years on the radio, and it has been a blast. I want to thank everybody who's ever been involved with the show, which is a lot of people. The Kayleys come to mind. Rich Brees, of course. Uh, Jim Seiler, many years ago. Mark Woods. Amo uh, Bennett, and of course, more recently, Linda Robb. And uh, there's been more. But it's uh, it's hard to remember everybody. But it's been a great, great ride. And let's keep it going, everybody. <laughs>